This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome into another episode of the Otson Audibles podcast. Matt Prima on vacation this week. Won't hear his voice today, but you'll hear mine, Eric Scopel's. Jared Mack here, as always. And uh, we needed a third leg with Matt on vacation, so we brought in, uh, uh, I don't know what we're going to refer to as, Zach, in terms of what you're providing here. Why don't you tell me? What's your superlative? Um, but he is the... Oh, man. <laughs> What, what, you're you're putting me right on the spot. I don't know. Fair enough. Zach Neal from uh, Ducks Wire. He's been on here. I think this is your second or third time. We've both been on his podcast, this Going Long podcast. Definitely worth checking out. Some really fun long-form interviews we've done in the past. I loved hearing Jorgie's thoughts post-spring game. Thought that was really fun. So uh, worth checking out his podcast and all the work he does over there. Um, it's the summer. Matt's not around. We thought we'd try kind of a fun draft podcast. We did this. I think Jared and I did this a similar time a year ago kind of just a fun off-season deal. We are putting together a hypothetical seven-on-seven league using Oregon players, I guess. Last year, it was just two teams. This year, it'll be three with Zach joining. So we're going to do a draft here. Uh, we're each taking seven offensive players, seven defensive players. So we could be here for a minute uh, with one uh, note that the seventh offensive player, and I believe this is what we referred to him, Jared, correct me if I'm wrong, was the ball flipper guy last year. Mm-hmm. That player is not eligible to catch passes or do anything besides basically turn in football ball to the quarterback. So that most likely is going to be our all of our Mr. Irrelevant picks. Um, so don't expect that one to be, you know, like a necessarily a center. That could be just about anybody who's act, on the active roster. Um, but, yeah, I think – did I miss anything, Jared? Am I, am I doing my job adequately other than poorly inter- introducing Zach, which I will admit wasn't a good introduction? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you nailed everything else except for the introduction. So you're good. The introduction, not important. We'll pretend like that was done expertly. Um, okay. So I think we should have Zach pick first. We haven't actually discussed draft order Ooh. going into this. I think Zach should get first. I think, so, yeah, Neil, you are our guest. So and I that's will, a I will, very, very pick. important first pick. It it might be. It might be. And then I, I was sure, Jared, uh, did you want to we'll go flip a coin? Or, yeah. Do you want to flip a coin? I don't have a coin near me. If you got one, flip no, I, I've, I've got, got a coin. My, All right. You've got a coin that's probably good. Be the arbit- arbitrary coin right. flipper. We'll go Eric heads, Jared tails. All right. Deal. Tails. Nice. Good start. Do you want to... Jared, so we go snake it? draft? Yeah, it should be snake. But Jared, as you, you can pick second or third because I know you don't necessarily prefer to pick second or maybe you do. I don't know. I'll go third. Okay. I Ooh, probably would have done He's the taking the hot corner. No, mm. I think that's... I would have done the same if I was in his, in his shoes. Yeah. So, uh, good, good choice. All right. So, we're, yeah, we're going to do a snake draft. It'll be Zach, Eric, Jared, Jared, Eric, Zach, all the way through for like 13 rounds of this, 14 rounds of this. So, it'll be mm-hmm. fun. Um, without further ado, and because we do have some time constraints and we're already three minutes in here, 
Uh, Zach, take us away uh, with what will be, I'm sure, a very surprising first pick in this 2023 yes. Duck Territory Summer 7-on-7 seven seven hypothetical draft. Yeah, it's not an entertaining first pick at all, but I'm happy to get it. We talked before the draft that, you know, with three quarterbacks having to come off the board, you definitely need a, a good quarterback. So big, big shocker. I'm going to take Bo Nix because yeah. I think you get him or, you know, the other notable, really proven quarterback. I think you're good. But if you get that third quarterback pick, I don't know how confident you are on your team. So big shock. I'm taking the Heisman contending Heisman hopeful quarterback and starting my team off that way. And Zach's team has probably officially won our three on three or seven on seven tournament <laughs> because the quarterback thing fight. is tough so fight. different. Yeah. It's going to be tough. And uh, I'm going to contest your I'm taking a proven quarterback at number two because I don't think that's, I am. But I'm going to take the older of the fair. two because uh, I don't think anyone here is going to sit here and be like, yeah, I'm not going to try to be like, yeah, Ty Thompson, super proven. But in a seven on seven setting, he was known to be very good in high school. That was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say the knock on him, but that was part of the, the scouting was he was tearing it up on the circuit. So we know he has the physical tools. There's no live rush really here. He can just sit back and, and fling it. He'll probably be pretty darn, uh, pretty darn competitive. And if I do my job well here on offense, I might be able to give him a squad that's good enough where he can compete with the Bonix led offense. But it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot here. So, Jared, you now have an interesting <clears throat> spot. Because no one else is picking up. I do. You could sit no, they on, are not. on the Austin Novosad pick for every round until the very end. Um, what would you like to do to start? Uh, I am going to sit on the Novosad pick until the very end, um, which makes it easy for me. It's just a matter of if I want defense or offense. Right. Uh, and I'll go offense first. I'm going to start with Troy Franklin. Mm-hmm. Going to take him off the board, number one overall pick. Uh, and then a back to back with this little snake draft here. Um, this is where it gets a little interesting. There's plenty of options to go here. I am tempted to go defense just to solidify somebody, but I think there's enough seven on seven names to give me an option. Um, hmm. Tough. I'm going to go Tez Johnson. We're going to load up on wide receivers. Yeah. Smart. Video watchers will see my reaction because that was right where I was probably going to be going if if, uh, if <laughs> Mac had not made that selection. All right, so now I am in a tough spot here. And this is going to go quick, by the way, because I can already feel it because I'm not 100% prepared for my pick after Jared's two. Um, I probably should take the first offensive player because um, there, there's another there's a couple of guys on offense that pique my interest, but I think I should try to take the – and the hard thing here is who is the best defensive player on my board and is that the best defensive player on mm-hmm. your guys' board? I'm not convinced mm-hmm. it will be. Um, hmm. I'm going to take Tyshum Johnson, and I think that feels Ooh. a little strange, but I, I just don't know I if like I if, – if obviously Christian Gonzalez was, I believe, like one of the first guys off our board. It might have been even one of our first picks last year because it was like there's a potential alpha at corner. I don't know if mm-hmm. I feel ready to say Triquez or Kyrie or we can go down the list further or that. So I think Tai Shim was the, one of the guys in the spring that really impressed me the most. And especially the way he played and flies around in the spring game, it kind of feels perfect for seven on seven too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what uh, defensive formation I will be running and where he'll be playing. If I'll have him near the line of scrimmage or if he'll be one of my deep guys, but um, I like that he has versatility, can play a lot of spots. So I will make Tai Shim the first. I'd be curious in the comments, what people who who people would pick if they were picking the first defensive player because I don't think it was as easy of an exercise when you consider like you're not talking front seven guys nearly at all and we could take a linebacker we'll get into that later but that's not a priority pick early I don't think 
we may get into that right now because I kind of am going to make it a priority pick. I know okay. this is, it might be a little bit too early on the board, but I think that this guy has some real value. Um, he can play a little bit of linebacker spot. He can play a little bit of safety spot. Give me Jamal Hill. I think he's mm-hmm. a versatile, important seven on seven player because, you know, obviously you're not stopping the run anywhere in, in seven on seven, but he's shown that he can kind of cover those, uh, underneath routes a little bit. He's got experience covering deep as well. So I think he can be a real versatile player in the middle of the defense. And then for my uh, my next pick on this back-to-back, right? Correct. Back-to-back? Yep. Yep. You're back-to-back. Okay. I'm going to go back on the offensive side of ball. There's a lot of options here. Um, give me Kyler Casper. Wow. I know that might be a surprising wow. pick That's as a... well. I just want a... Boy, a... Oh boy you know, end zone that threat and someone who can get some jump balls. I know it might be early. I'm trying to go a little bit different because my first pick was just so chalk. Yeah. You can be you a, keep drafting good players threat. if you want. It's not a I don't think that's, choice. I don't think that's a bad player. I don't throw some chaos into this draft. He's, he's not, uh, uh, I agree. Not a bad player. I, I have, I, I actually went through the process of ranking every offensive player and defensive player that could fit. And wow. he was, he was a ways down for me. I don't know. Okay. I can't speak. Okay. I like the upside. And, and, and if we are talking purely seven on seven, like, yeah, there's clear value in terms of just jump ball, go, go get the ball guy. And I, I, having seen highlights, those were some of the most impressive things that you'll see is from a seven on seven. So I get that. I just think uh, this is one of those where I feel weird about critiquing someone else's pick, but in my, in my mind, I think there was better fine. receiver value. I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, critique critique away. Uh, and I'm going to take, I'm going to take a receiver here, um, and I'm kind of tuck, stuck between two. I'm trying to think. Okay. Ty, I'm going to pick Treshawn Holden in part because I think mm-hmm. uh, Ty Thompson's probably better off giving him a guy who can have a little bit better catch radius just based upon accuracy mm-hmm. issues. I was thinking about Jurion as well, but he's not quite as – he's just got on campus, by the way, we should note, according to uh, mm-hmm. according to a story from uh, Brandon Huffman recapping uh, – Bears visit. So that's exciting. What's up, Zach? Can I raise a quick side tangent that I don't want to take too long? Go for it. These uh yeah. these pictures of him wearing number 99 or his locker being number 99. What do oh. we think of this? I don't like it. I mean, I'm offended that that's legally an option for receivers to wear those numbers. Do we I... think it's real? That's insane. <laughs> I don't know if it's real or not, but he seems like a different kind of guy. So maybe he just wants to do he something is... very weird. It's it's like almost a D- Dennis Rodman wearing ninety one kind of weird yeah. jersey that no one else is. That's that would be interesting. Or who is the? Which, who is if the that's the comp, from, that's uh, a little concerning. Oh right, just who a little. The, yeah. Was it Denard Robinson? Robinson at uh, Michigan, who was a quarterback yeah. and was wearing like in the thirties or 20, I can't remember. The yeah, he was like a thirty four or something like that. Anyway, he was originally a safety though. He, did, right. he just so he, a he running back. Excuse me, he just didn't move his number. Right. That makes sense. This that one does, does not. not. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I took Tyson. I, I feel good about taking Trayshawn Holden there. Um, Jared, what do you got? All right. I got back to back, so I should probably go defense here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm taking my number one uh, player on the board for defense in Kyrie Jackson. I just think he's going to okay. be a lockdown dude. Mm-hmm. Um, big physical guy, good size. Good pedigree. Um, 
just I, I thought he was really great in the spring game. I thought he and Taishim. Taishim was my number two overall pick uh, yeah. for the defense. So, Eric, that was a good one for you. Um, and it's about time I get somebody on the defense. I might double up, but I don't think I will because there's still somebody on here who I thought Zach Neal should have t- should have picked with his with his draft hmm. pick. Um, Terrence Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I am close. not going to have uh, the world's greatest quarterback. No disrespect, Austin Novoselic, but you are a true freshman. Granted, it's seven on seven, so it shouldn't be that much that difficult to read a defense. But having a wide receiver who's way bigger than anybody else on the field alongside Troy and then alongside Tez is just going to get open. Um, I think that's going to do well. I think that's just going to help Novosad out eventually when I pick him. I'm going to, I'm going to take Austin Novosad now. So you have to get stuck. <laughs> He's going to be fine. my, my I'll, flipper. I'll, I'll, yeah, should I'll be your ball Buck, flipper. Bucky Irving will be my quarterback. <laughs> Bucky does have quarterback experience. We know this from having yeah. seen him. Throw I thought about this. Pass. Yeah, no, uh, Jared has started off very strong, obviously uh, no quarterback, but, Arguably the three most notable pass catchers on the roster. On yeah, his team. I think so. Not bad. Um, and we'll see how good Austin Novoset is in this hypothetical. If he can, I mean, I don't know. This would be, but this is shaping up to be a real, potentially it would be an interesting uh, set of matchups here with with the way that this is coming together. All right, um, another one for me. I'll quit quit stalling here. Um, took Holden. I'm gonna take. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take Triclez. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I think I needed another defensive back in part because Jared has all the good receivers, so somebody needs to be able to defend those players. Hi, Jared. Uh, Bridges seems like he'd be a, a good guard. He could match up with probably Franklin or Ferguson pretty darn well, so mm-hmm. I feel decent about how that's matching up. Um, still a lot of good receivers and offensive players available, by the way, but I thought maybe just a little more value in taking a corner there and, and also clearly taking away. I mean, Zach... What are you going to do here, man? I mean, you don't have a single oh, I've defensive got, I've got my two picks. I'm ready. Okay. All right. What do you got? Here. <laughs> so I obviously need someone in the secondary, probably on the outside. So cornerback, I'm going to go Nico Reed. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen him much. We've seen him at Colorado. Yeah. I think he's going to surprise some people for how good he is. Um, I know that might be not be a, a beloved pick for your audience because no one really knows him. Um, I didn't I didn't really see him at all last year on Colorado. No one really did until I watched tape uh, once Oregon got him. So um, I'm excited to see what he can do. I think he's going to be a, a good um, cover corner. I don't know that he's going to get a starting spot or anything. We can talk about some other guys. I, I know there might be more value on the board, but um, I like what his upside brings. I think he's going to be pretty good. And then I need someone on the offensive side of the ball to go next to Kyler Casper. Um, I'm going to go Gary Bryant. I think that he can be a, a good little yeah. quick seven on seven player. So um, I know my receivers are maybe not the uh, the top of the board, but with Bo Nix thrown to him, I think that he can elevate them pretty pretty nicely. I like the I like the Nico Reed pick. Um, I had him I, him and Manning and Florence. I had grouped as a trio together right. on the board. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. It's hard to. I mean, as you said, we literally haven't seen Nico Reed. He's of course started a lot more and played a lot more mm-hmm. than the other two um, has the experience with, with coach meat. So we'll see how that comes together. Um, and yeah, Gary Bryant would have been, would have been someone I might've taken a, a long look at here had, uh, had you not selected him. So it's a good picks from, from Neil here. Who's I think picked himself up from his bootstraps after the Kyler. Castle Finally section. some praise. Goodness. And, uh, and has done some, <laughs> had done some nice things here. Okay. Now I have, this is a, this is a real, uh, 
a real crossroads for my draft here because it feels like I've got pretty even value for me uh, on offense and defense. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know what Jared is such a ah, – it's hard to pick with Jared here because he's got two picks back-to-back. He probably is going to take the other guy, so I don't think there's going to be – I've got some names here. Yeah, you got some names to pick from here. Um, looking at my team, okay. I, I, I'm going to take a second receiver here. And I know people think that I don't like this player, but I'm going to – I don't think this is going to prove anything, no, but no. I'm going to take Chris Hudson. Um, mm. Just because I think, I think that's I think that's decent value. I, he's started a lot of games. He's proven to be at least capable of getting open. Maybe after he gets open, he doesn't always stay on his feet, get to the end zone. But um, there's production there. He's kind of an alpha mentality. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know necessarily how that's always received in in, in the locker room. But um, I. I think Chris Edson would be a great fit on my squad opposite of, of Trayshawn Holden. And both of those guys, again, we're playing with a ball flipper, a quarterback, and then maybe five wide, maybe a running back and four receivers, maybe a running back, a tight end and three receivers, something like that. Regardless, I think Hudson and Holden are pretty interchangeable in terms of where they could line up. So that's, that's also a positive, but Ty Hudson and Holden. I mean, it's not the, uh, it's not the A team offensively, but it could be worse. <laughs> It could be a lot worse. Is it the green team or the yellow team? I don't. I don't remember. It, it feels. It feels. It feels like it. Uh, it might have been. Yeah, like just straight up ties yellow offense from the spring game. <laughs> All right, back to back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna load up on defense. I feel pretty confident about my offense so far. So yeah, in back to back, in back to back. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna go with Justin Jacobs. This is my first off the board. I need a linebacker Ooh. here uh, just to it's cover the middle of the seven. field. Um, I, I, I was encouraged with what I saw with him in the spring game. Uh, I think he'll be fine in pass coverage. I don't need him to do too much because my next pick uh, is going to supplement him and probably you know play some sort of a pseudo linebacker anyways And Evan Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be whatever, whatever role that is. I'm thinking more of like a potential nickel safety there in, this, my, in my personal defense. Um, I like the two linebackers set up. I like Evan Williams being able to come down and play the box if necessary. So even if Jacobs isn't uh, the best in coverage when there are no good coverage linebackers on Oregon, at least on paper this year, um, he'll be doing his best. So uh, we're, we're now three and three offense defense. We got some, uh, we got some squared away, some 50, 50 here now. Okay. That was a, a sigh a sigh there because I Evan Williams was more than likely where I was gonna go. I'm trying to figure out now mm-hmm. approaching some of these defenses if I want to even have a tight end running back, or I just want to go five wide and make Jacobs try to yeah. cover one of those guys or play a zone or something. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to figure if I should zag here with the strategy. Um yeah, I'm just gonna take Jurian Dickey. I'm just gonna do Damn it. it. I'm just gonna Definitely load gonna be up my next pick. I'm just gonna load up at receiver and I'm gonna say ties. <laughs> going to be able to throw to two guys at least who can go and jump in the air and and make a nice play for him because I think both Holden and Dickey have that capability Holden obviously a little older but Dickey physically has so many tools that are kind of similar so I kind of I like that group there and I think that's going to put a little pressure on your guys's defense with with those big bodies on the outside and and tied flinging it to them but um 
we'll see. We'll see what uh, what Zach does here after he. I think he used consecutive damage after the last two picks. So yes, um, your board is is your falling apart. The two picks that I was going to take with these two picks just went in the last two. So I'm a little bit doing this on the fly. I'm trying to keep my one offense, one defense going because I think that's probably the best way. I don't. I feel balanced where I'm at. I don't feel like I really need too much help on offense or defense. Um, tight end slash big receiver, Kenyon Sadiq. Yep, I, I know I definitely wanted to get him before Eric got to him. So um, I think that – I don't know if you're going to take him at all, but I know that you and I have had a lot of conversations about him in the past. So I'm, I'm just excited to see what he can do, especially with Bo Nix throwing to him. It's funny because I was between here Dickie, and the reason I went Dickie was because yeah. I was thinking you guys have linebackers, and maybe I can can find some mismatches by finding a little lighter, more athletic yeah. guy. Sadiq is also like yeah. basically a receiver, so yeah. um, yeah. kind of similar to like almost some of these Z guys we're talking about here, who are like you know the bigger yeah. body guys. So I like that a lot. You know, I'm a big fan. I'm I'm very very yeah. curious to see. Just we're not going to draft a lot of tight ends. In fact, I don't know if I'm going to take one now. I don't know if I have value. No, I don't know if Patrick Herbert or one of the transfers is really moving the needle. Yeah. Um, probably definitely not right now, <laughs> but um, regardless. Yeah. I think Sadiq will be someone, especially like in this setting is where his value is probably heightened almost yeah, too. Of like so too. seven on seven. doesn't have to worry about the blocking element. Just run out, you know, go catch the football and do your thing. Okay. So I got one more defense. You do. Um, yep. I'm either going to go cornerback or star. And this guy can play either. I'm just going to go Jaleel. Give me Florence. Um, if I need mm-hmm. him in the star, I can go. But I also feel confident putting him out of corner if I don't end up getting a star that I that I like. So I'll take Florence for sure. Good pick. I like the pick Adam. a lot. <laughs> Adam going next. Um, I, it's my turn, Jared. But Jared, it's mine yep. right now. I think. Um, I'm just talking I to was, myself. You're good. I was I was <laughs> also in the same spot where I was. That was going to be – it was him or this other guy. And I'm going to go with the other guy because obviously I can't take Florence. Um, I'm going to take Brian Addison. And I, I've i actually watched him play some seven-on-seven seven when he was in high school, and he was like the best player on the field. This is this was like, of course, half a decade ago. Um, as a deep safety, rangy, long – like all the things that make him good and made, made him – by the way, mm-hmm. first time 21 minutes in, I'm proud of us, first time bringing up PFF. The reason he was such a highly rated PFF <laughs> player was because he's so darn good in coverage and in terms of the space he can he can um, cover and, and all that. Like seven on seven, that's that's like perfect for him. That's that should I think this is like tailor made for his skill set. A game like this, so I like that. I've got some length with Addison and Bridges. I've got Taishim. I like my secondary a lot. I've got some big athletic receivers with a big armed quarterback. I'm I'm not. I'm pretty happy through uh, what, six rounds here for this. So um, we're halfway, about halfway through this. Hopefully people are enjoying it. Um, should we do a quick <laughs> recap or should we just keep rolling? What yes. Do you think? I need a okay. recap because I forget. A recap? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I have uh, at quarterback Ty Thompson at receiver. I've got Treshawn Holden, Chris Hudson, Jurian Dickey on defense. I've got three defensive backs, Tyshim Johnson, Triquez Bridges, Brian Addison. Uh, Jared has no quarterback. We know who that will be and it'll be taken much later. Um, but he has three receivers, right? Or two receivers and a tight end, three pass catchers, Troy Franklin, uh, Tez Johnson, Terrence Ferguson. And then on defense, uh, he's got, uh, uh, who was your first pick? Why did I, my handwriting? Kyrie Jackson. Kyrie Jackson. Thank you. Uh, he's got Kyrie Jackson. He's got uh, 
Jacobs, he's got Evan Williams, he's got a, a trio of transfers on defense. And then Zach uh, offensively has Bo Nix at quarterback, Kyler Casper, Gary Bryant Jr., Kenyon Sadiq defensively. He's got Jamal Hill, Nico Reed, and Jaleel Florence. So pretty even so far. We've obviously each devoted our resources a little differently. Um, but why don't we move this one along one more pick? Jared, you've got a couple. I do have a couple. I'm going to go back-to-back defense here. You guys are kind of loading up on offense. I'm going to try to steal away all the best uh, remaining defensive backs here. Um, So give me Dante Manning as Mm -hmm. my other corner opposite of Kyrie Jackson. Um, This is a tough one. Yeah, that'll work. Give me Cole Martin as my nickel safety. Nice. I will move Evan Williams to that free safety role. Um, it's I think definitely that'll be, be my next pick. That'll work. Um, was that five defensive players now? So you're yeah, you have only got a couple defensive picks left. You've got quite a more quite a bit of offense to deal with. But as we talked about, I think defense had more value there. I agree. And I was gonna pick which one of these. You said you were gonna take another defensive back, and I had these two grouped next to each other. So I'm gonna take the mm-hmm. other player. Um, I'll take Kamari Terrell. Um, Oh, I just got screwed. Cole Martin and Kamari were my next ones. Were they? Um, Kamari's yes. like kind of an interesting one because I thought there were, I mean, obviously he was one of the freshmen a year ago that didn't redshirt, which differentiates him from most of the roster. At the same time, it wasn't, wasn't like he was particularly impressive on the field. Um, and he had kind of a quiet spring. I don't know if there was some injury stuff or what, but I, we didn't really hear a ton. And I think he had a couple nice moments in the spring game and maybe a couple not so nice moments, but at this point in the draft, I didn't really see – there are a couple of defensive backs that we just literally haven't seen on campus that were also of interest, but I thought his experience probably separated from, from those guys, although I can expect – I would expect Zach would probably take one of these young guys that I'm, that I'm yammering on about right now. Considering it. Um, there's a lot of picks that I've got available to me, and I'm just not really thrilled on any single one of them. Um, I think I'm going to leave running back for a moment. I've got one last receiver spot that I really think I need to nail, but there's not quite the talent for a surefire pick. Um, all right. I think I'm going to move Jaleel Florence out of my cornerback and put him at the star. I'm going to go with which one of these two guys do I want? You know what? I'm higher on this guy. I know the ratings might not be higher. I forget what they are. Give me Dalen Austin at cornerback. I was considering either him or Roderick Pleasant. I like it. And then and then I want to Yeah, I just don't think there's many great receivers left, so this may be a shock. Um I don't think anyone would have predicted this before the spring game. Give me Justice Lowe at wide receiver. Yeah, it's about the only one you got left. Exactly. Like I, I needed someone and he's kind of the only one that I feel any semblance of confidence that can, you know, actually do something. So yeah, give me those two. Yeah. We're getting to the point here at receiver where it is thinning out. Um, yeah. And you have to start considering a thing that I'm already considering, which is you're taking players that maybe you're playing kind of, kind of out of position. I think yeah. that's what I'm going to do here. And mm-hmm. I know you guys have talked about maybe utilizing this player or in, in natural position, but I'm going to take Bucky Irving and basically use him as a slot receiver. 
Um, yeah, I think that's what I was going to do. I think he's shown the ability to catch the football at a really high level. Obviously, we know what he can do, and it's seven on, so it doesn't matter quite as much. But just his ability to make people miss and stay on his feet, like that is honestly, for, in terms of guys in an Oregon uniform, there's a, only a handful of guys who I've seen who are comparable to what Bucky can do in the open field. Like I, I'm such a big fan. And in a non-seven on seven setting, we know he's going much, much earlier than this. But in this game where you're not handing the ball off to your running back really at all, um, yeah. it, he, the value is a little diminished, but again, I'm just going to use him as a slot receiver or as one of my receivers, I think basically. And I'll have Ty has a bunch of really good athletes to throw to, um, including your best running back in Bucky. So that's, that's where I'm going, Jared. You've got a couple. I do. I once again have two in a row in case anybody hasn't realized this is a snake draft. This is how it works. Oh, uh, I'm surprised that this name is still on the board after all the, the, the talk you guys did about secondary players. Give me J.J. Greenfield, mm-hmm. the most experienced guy left, who actually okay. got in this into the season last year, unlike Kamari Terrell. I was surprised that that was the pick. Um, give me Greenfield. I don't know where I'm going to put him, but I'm just going to find out. Uh, I think he's talented enough to do so. Uh, oh, boy. And then I'll take Ashton Cozart. I've got really no other choices there. Um, he's tall. He's he can run Thin fast. receiver room. Um, I don't I don't know, man. I got the two best receivers on the team by all means. I'm not saying so. yours. I just mean Oregon in oh. general. But at the point of this oh, draft, yeah. we're like, oh wow, who else do we have that we can even draft there? Yeah, no, it's a it's a thin room. But Cozart also a thin person. Um, should run oh. fast. Should, oh. should jump high. Uh, he'll be the fourth option, so I'm not overly concerned. But you know, we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to push back on your most experienced guy left and actually take the most experienced guy, which is Steve Stevens. Don't do it. (laughs) Who is experienced to a fault. Um, That's his sale. That's the sale point on taking Steve Stevens. Super experienced. Put him in the back end. He's probably not the most athletic guy, but I put him back there with, um, with Brian Addison. And that pairing maybe works a little bit just because Addison could cover up some of maybe Stevens um, athletic shortcomings. Um, so I kind of like that. I mean, I, I probably don't want to have him guarding many of your guys in man situations, but we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll be smart defensively, and we'll, we'll find situations where he's he's just covering, you know, a part of the field. Um, but, yeah, that gives my defense – my defense, I, I like what I'm doing here. I, I'll, I'll stand by my, my Kamari pick. I get – you know, JJ's played a little bit more, but I think Tamari, uh, Kamari's got some upside and, and will develop. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like – I like my general depth right now. I think I've uh, had a good squad. All right, go ahead, Zach. Good Lord. I am just combing through this roster, seeing who mm-hmm. I can draft. And one, one to thing to remember on offense. Two safety spots. Well, one thing to remember on offense, though, Zach, is that we basically are only taking six offensive players, so don't sweat yeah, how you're no, finding your six. Um, I've got my yeah. offense covered. Okay. I just, I'm yeah. there's not much at safety that I can go. I'm kind of, I, Allocated two spots for safety. I might have to go one linebacker. Um, okay. So we've all got four picks left, correct? Yeah. I have yeah. two yeah. defense, one offense, and then one like, flipper. One flipper. I just want to make sure that we're all in the same boat. Um, okay. For my safety, I'm just going to go two defense here because I feel like there's more depth on offense. Give me... 
I just like his upside. Give me Tyler Turner. I'm going to stick him back at the safety role and just mm-hmm. see what he can do. Um, not super confident about that. He might definitely get exposed, particularly against Jared's team. Um, and then give me a linebacker who I think is as quick as anyone on the team. Give me Devin Jackson. I think he can uh, cover a little bit. I hope he can. Uh, and then I, uh, I'm done on defense, thankfully. So. That, hurts. that hurts. Good. I'm glad. You've hurt me a lot this draft. Yeah. <laughs> my sleeper pick. Um, so now I have to figure out how I'm kind of wrapping this up. It's tough. As, as uh, Zach and Jared have both alluded to, we are hitting the part of the draft where there's just not a lot left. But I'm going to take the fastest guy available, I think. Mm. Um, I'm going to take Roger <clears throat> Pleasant, another guy who hasn't yep. arrived yet. He just ran, I think, 10.05 in the national championship 100 meters. This is the fastest guy probably Oregon has landed, period, just from a pure track and field time. Um, So I like that. Uh, That gives me a little versatility here, too, with, you know, Kamari and Triquez are kind of pseudo corners, safeties. Taishim can play a little bit versatility. Pleasant right now, at least we think, is a a strictly a corner. So I've built, I think, defensively a lot of versatility. Most of my guys can play a couple of spots, um, with the exception of Pleasant, I think, is just put that guy on somebody and lock him down. So. Um, yeah, I will cede my time. <laughs> hmm. All right, I got one more defensive spot to fill. Mm-hmm. I think this is an obvious pick. Uh, surprised he's still here. Um, I know he didn't play great last year. I know he's often the topic of conversation on our podcast at points. Uh, Lord Jeffrey, I'm going Jeff okay. Boston yeah. as my second Same linebacker. Still there. With uh, Justin Jacobs, my other one. Um, and then, ah, boy, this is tough. Uh, this is not uh, not an ideal situation. Okay, um, I'm going to pull a scopal here, and mm-hmm. I'm going to select a running back and then yeah. kind of just make him a slot receiver. Um, there's a clear on, answer here. Have you picked here. your quarterback yet? No. No, this but, is this – But he, I mean, he probably on. shouldn't. No, I mean, do you have pick six off your last players, pick? right? Yeah, he's, he's no, still I, got he's he's got enough. He still has a. I, I mean, my count. You have, I have two got, more. Yeah, you've got two more and then okay. a ball flipper. I'm wrong. Okay, I'm yeah. wrong. Then you've got a my ball fault. flipper, a quarterback, and then one skill guy. So. I, only, I, I didn't. I, I didn't know if we went back. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> no, yeah, he's good. Yeah, no, good, um, good, good question, Isaac. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna take Dante Dowdell as my slot oh, receiver. Um, like Noah Whittington is obviously the answer, but uh, Dante Dowdell is ginormous, and I like watching him play. So he's gonna be on my team. I considered him, but I didn't know if his skill set translated to I seven on no seven idea. as much but, as other yeah, people that are available. So, but I, I do like find out. It'll be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> so to, to Jeffrey Bassa, to Lord Bassa, as Jared. Nick Damon. I have I decided I was either going to go one linebacker or no linebackers. Bossa was You're the probably last going one. Was, oh, I'm going to go no now because Bossa oh, was the yeah. last one I was considering, and I'm looking at the roster going. Hmm. Eh, and I guess we could take a couple of guys, but I think I'm okay just being like we're going to be really big and long and versatile. And against Ferguson, we're just going to be like Brian Addison, Triquiz Bridges. One of those guys is big enough and physical enough to man, man up with them. Probably going to lose some of those matchups. Um, Sadiq, I feel like my guys can hang out. Ferguson's probably the biggest mis- mismatch I've got to deal with now without a linebacker on my, 
on my group here, but I think I'm going to have the speed and athleticism advantage. Um, but I will take one more defensive back here to wrap up my defense. And I'm going to take uh, another guy who, hey, we're kind of at the end here. Um, I could take a true freshman, but I'm not going to. I'll take Damon David. I, yeah. He's still on the team, right? He hasn't transferred. He transferred last year and then came back. <laughs> Making sure Jared's facial expression just says it all. <laughs> it's just that I mean, we're, we're at the point here where we're not finding he was on the team, right? Well, that's why I had to confirm he was he's not he he transferred yeah. last year and came back. He didn't, I couldn't remember if he transferred or not. Um, I, I I still think he's a good player and he's dealt with injuries, and and there's definitely probably not going to be a huge role this year. If there is, that would be really surprising. But considering <laughs> we've already we've already yeah. taken a ton of players, like. We don't have a lot of defensive backs left. I've already, I kind of decided I wasn't going to do the whole linebacker thing. I'll just be really versatile and play like a all seven guys or defensive backs rotation, which I think is kind of okay in seven on seven, considering how this is played. So, um, yeah, breaking traditional formations probably, but I think it's fine in, in, the, in the realm of what we're playing. All right. I have two picks left. One offense, well, actually both offense. One, I'm going to go running back. Then next, I'm going to go the ball flipper. So running back, I'm actually surprised he's still on the board. Um, I'm definitely taking Noah Whittington. I think that he could be someone that comes out of the backfield. You can also line him up with a slot. I think could be pretty good. Uh, he's got you know decent enough hands. I think he can uh, hey, uh, fare pretty well in a seven-on-seven seven situation. Zach, I, I missed, I think, one of your – I only have you at six on defense. I think I've missed your seventh. I have Hill, oh, Reed, geez, Florence, geez, Austin, four. Turner, Devin Oh, I Jackson. do only have six. You're right. Okay. Oh shoot! So I, got, oh, Just, I have to find another defensive player. God damn it! Yeah, good luck. <laughs> All right, give me a second. <laughs> no problem. I was just making sure because I um, I had you at six, but no, I didn't yeah, I did like, six. You're right. And oh, to your point, boy. there are I, I, my entire again. I I rated every single player I, I could think of, and all the defensive players that I had rated are currently off the board. So um, yeah. All right, I've got one. Give me this is a complete flyer pick. Could be good. Give me Cody to Canberra. Okay. You I'll stick him somewhere. Players. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'll stick him somewhere. I don't know where yet, but um I think he can be at least serviceable. We'll see. I like just high school tape. So a couple oh, of so now I don't get a don't get a ball flipper till next time. All right, my guy might be off yeah. the board, but okay, that's you're gonna fine. To, Go you're going to have the last ball flipper pick because you had the very first actual pick. You got to take the quarterback. Mm, I am. I, yeah. I think it, I think you can. The trade off probably seems fair. That you you have the last pick on the is. least important position. Oh, next first, who I wanted to be a vibes guy. Yeah. You got the most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got the first pick at the most important position. Okay. Um. How weird do I want to get here? I kind of want to do the thing I talked to you guys about before we started and actually do a tight end, but just not one that's really a tight end. Um, there is still one scholarship receiver available, Josh Delgado. Mm -hmm. His career is, I mean, I would be taking Stevens, David, and Delgado as three of my last four picks, which feels <laughs> weird because those are guys who are, at this point, largely just been around for a long time. We don't know what we're getting out of you guys. I think I'm going to do the thing. I think I'm going to take Mateo and be like, yeah. he showed, we played a couple of snaps in the spring game. I don't have any big bodies is the issue. I mean, I, I've got big no. receiver bodies, but I have no tight end bodies. I Maybe this is disrespectful to Patrick Herbert. Is, yeah, I was going to say, is Patrick Herbert just not available? Is. Like the actual tight end, the guy who was who I plays the position be, in his Oregon second string tight end? 
I just decided Casey to Kelly. On. And Casey also, Kelly, who is a legitimate tight end. But yeah, <laughs> we're, talking, we're also talking seven on seven and the type of athleticism and skill set that make these guys good. I actually think Mateo is a little more explosive than those guys. And so if we're just talking pure get up and down the field and be a big body, like Herbert maybe should be the pick, but similar to your Dowdell over Whittington, it's just kind of like it would be more fun to do Why that. Um, and I actually, I actually think there's a reasonable debate about uh, Mateo Herbert in a seven on seven setting. I'm not arguing in a 11 yeah. on 11. And I don't know if it's that good of a day debate. And I probably would land where you guys are, which is where Herbert should be the pick, but we're kind of having fun. It's during the off season. Um, I'm fine with it. It's more I'll fun take, to pick Mateo. Yeah. It's a little more fun. I don't have a, a tight end at this point. So I figured I'd do that. We've kind of all done the same thing. It looks like we're, we've taken a bunch of receivers, one tight end, taken a running back, moved into a slot receiver and a quarterback. I think that's probably the right general approach. So mm-hmm. I will follow suit and take a pseudo tight end that I'm sure I'll take some flack for. Well, I mean, I think everybody's taking that wide or that season of running back and throwing them into the wide receivers because um, there aren't <laughs> a lot of wide receiver options here. True. Uh, so let's see. I have a quarterback and a ball flipper, right? Yeah. That's my, <laughs> that's my last two picks. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm going to take Austin Novosad as my oh, quarterback. Shock. Uh, wow, Matt Rush left on the board, huh? Uh, I really thought about Matt Rush. Uh, he is a little bit more clinically tested. He honestly might than, be uh, better in a seven-on-seven seven perspective. Yeah. Jeff, he could be your ball flipper and alternate quarterback. Maybe, maybe that's your move. No, uh, my ball flipper. Um, <laughs> we'll see if this will fly. Uh, I've arranged a trade um, with Ken Wilson. Oh. Um, for Kai Arneson to be <laughs> yes. my honorary ball flipper, um, oh, just for the seven on seven tournament. Um, okay, you wouldn't believe what it would cost to get Kai Arneson to come out and flip flip some footballs. Oh, um, but he's going to be my honorary ball flipper, which is actually his real profession as a center. So, Kai Arneson, welcome to the squad. I'm just going to do the same thing and do an inside joke that other people listening won't get as good. I'm just going to take Big Z, Braden Zukowski, who's my ball for a guy who is no longer playing football. These are these are back-to-back years, Jared and I's favorite walk-ons on the team, for those listening who are confused. Kai Arneson was a walk-on at Oregon until last year he transferred to Nevada, and I think played a little bit? A little? I don't remember. I think he like started a few games. Yeah, like capable player. He was our favorite walk-on. And then my favorite walk-on last year was a guy who actually turned out not to be a walk-on and just to be a student assistant i yeah, guess and that was bringing out Kosky, who is <laughs> yeah. i think the largest human being i've been that close yeah. to in my life or at least has the largest foot feet that i've seen in, in person so he will be my ball flipper um i don't think he's still around oregon at least he wasn't in the spring but neither was kai arneson so we're breaking rules with our ball flipper picks and i'll just follow suit and go with uh, big z and because you guys took two picks that aren't on the team my ball flipper <laughs> is still available the guy that i wanted you should just um, take Dave Iuli. Yeah, I know, right? No, I'm I'm going Dave Iuli. I think that he's got great vibes on the team. He's gonna be sitting there at center Dave with his Iuli. big straw you hat on. A real just... player? Yeah, I'm taking a real player. I think he's gonna be fun. Neil, back this there. Is, have you been on this podcast before for a second? Uh, I mean, come on, he actually has no. real players here. <laughs> Not doing this, no. My um, backup was no, Peter he, Burke. He's gonna. I mean, Not he's gonna. Either. Dave Ailey is going to paint his whole face in eye black and, and just be crazy out there with a straw hat. So um, I like that pick. Also known to be a, apparently a great singer. 
if you listen to our podcast with uh, Jackson Powers Johnson, he had a solo in the it. gospel choir uh, over the weekend, apparently. <laughs> that I, I'm curious to hear how that went. Um, Tremendous. <laughs> yeah, that wraps it up. Do we have, honestly, I was going to go through who are some honorable mention picks, and I looked at my board and, and said, none of the players on my board. I literally didn't uh -huh. have anyone left. Uh, we, we ran all Patrick the Herbert. Through. Yeah, I guess that's the only one, but like other than that. Connor Sowell. Yeah. I mean, I consider Jaden Lamar as the running back. I think he's got a good pass catching ability. So hands. I think it was between him and Noah Whittington, but I took Noah for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think this was fun. I don't know how much people have learned, but I hope they've enjoyed listening to it. And we should run through the teams here. Um, I was going to try to write these down by position. Let's go ahead and I'll try that myself. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, and we'll let the fans. If they... Okay. And we'll, well, do we have, if each of us have ours written down, maybe we just read ours off. I do, that's yeah. the way, because uh, mine aren't, I've got mine organized that way, but not yours quite as well. Um, I'd like, not that we want to encourage fan comments necessarily, because sometimes those can get kind of weird and strange in the comment section of YouTube. But uh, if you do, I'd like to see who people think did the best or who has the best team. Um, keep it kind of friendly and not overly mean if you I, can. That'd be cool. I don't uh, think I won, so please keep it friendly. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So my team, uh, which I I think is I think is pretty respectable. I've got Ty Thompson at quarterback. Um, I have Bucky Irving as my running back slash slot receiver. Um, I've got Mateo as my tight end, and at receiver I've got Treshawn Holden, Chris Hudson, Jurian Dickey, um, and then ball flipper I've got Braden Zolkowski. Uh Defense. Uh, I've got so I'm not even sure I really want they're all defensive backs, so I'm just gonna read them yeah. all the way through. Just name them, yeah. Taishin, I got Taishin Johnson, Triquez Bridges, Brian Addison, Kamari Torrell, Steve Stevens, Roderick Pleasant, and Damon David. And I think that's that's not a bad Solid. hall of defensive backs. Yeah. I feel good about that. I think I got some several of the guys who will start and then several of the, the top backups, which not, I can't complain too much about. All right, uh, Jared, read Yeah, let's do it. Uh, quarterback, Austin Novosad. I had the third pick in the draft, so I waited till the very second to last pick to do it um, to grab a quarterback. Uh, running back, I have Dante Dowdell. Switched him out to a slot receiver. Wide receivers, Troy Franklin, Tez Johnson, and Ashton Cozart. Um, and tight end, uh, I think it was my third overall pick. I took Terrence Ferguson. Um, oh. Not bad. Uh, defense, cornerbacks, I got two of them, Kyrie Jackson and Dante Manning. Safeties, I technically have three of them. Cole Martin, sort of. Uh, Evan Williams and J.J. Greenfield. Uh, and then lastly, my two linebackers, who are probably going to be the starting linebackers for Oregon this year, Justin Jacobs and Jeffrey Bossa. Uh, and my ball flipper, none other than the legendary Kai Arneson, current University of Nevada, Reno starting center. And, and, and we should note, Jared and I are both big fans. Of, we're part of the Arnie's Army. Uh, was our, our mm -hmm. fan club for Kai Arneson until he left. And I think it still holds. So he's still big. Arnie yeah, Arnie. yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly. an Arnold Palmer thing. <laughs> yes. Arnie's army. Yeah. Okay, I mean, just making sure. <laughs> All right. At quarterback, I had the first pick. So I got Bo Nix. Uh, running back, Noel Whittington. My wide receivers are Kyler Casper, uh, Gary Bryant, and Justice Lowe. Tied in Kenyon Sadiq. And then my ball flipper is Dave Iuli. Um, and Zach, just, just so you know, the only, the only reason I laughed was because you kind of laughed when you said it, like kind of recognizing. I did. I mean, looking back, that was a crazy pick that early in the draft. I didn't really <laughs> realize think? how oh, thin the room was. 
but I also did not do as much prep work for this as you guys. Well, you took a guy down projected too deep as your first receiver. And I was like, wow. Hey, I think he's, I think he's going to be fun. I love my defense, my defense, cornerback, Nico Reed, cornerback, Dalen Austin, two linebackers, Jamal Hill and Devin Jackson, three safeties, Tyler Turner, uh, Cody DeCambra, and then Julio Florence. I think if this was a real tournament and these three teams played, I think it'd be more competitive than because I would say Zach, you have the best quarterback, undoubtedly. Jared mm-hmm. clearly has the best skill guys. I think. I think mine are maybe mm-hmm. second, but Jared's their best. And I, I think my secondary is at least the best. You guys obviously have linebackers, so that maybe gives you guys a really young secondary. Team, your whole team is a secondary. My whole team is a secondary. Well, I, I was researching last night, like okay, like how do how do teams how are teams playing seven on seven right now? And a lot of it was just no linebackers and just all deep all the yeah. defensive backs so i was comfortable doing that i wanted to i would have taken boss if he'd slipped a pick to be clear but but yeah i think i think this is i think this is a pretty evenly matched people in the comments probably completely disagree um but that's why it's fun uh any lingering I mean, thoughts from this yeah my team has three players on it that have legitimate snaps and experience in an Oregon uniform that's Bo noah and Jamal Hill, and then maybe Julio Florence, but everyone else is like either true freshman or transfer. It's true. Yeah. yeah. You like the new guys. That's yeah, pretty similar. Yeah. Um, parting thoughts. No, I think it was good. I was deciding between uh, running two linebackers as well. Um, I think I feel good about my secondary behind them. So, and I think that. Bossa and Jacobs can move pretty well, so they're not the most unathletic folks out there. And I, I hate to say it, but your guys' wide receivers and tight ends, they just they just don't threaten me. I just don't feel concerned about it. I don't it. feel concerned. I wouldn't either. No. I wouldn't either. No. Holy cow, is Oregon's wide receiver room thin. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the takeaway, and that was kind of part of what I wanted to do was to just show – I mean, I, I think they've got – five guys, six guys they're pretty comfortable with, but when you're splitting that out amongst three teams and one of the teams takes a guy not in it, it kind of separates it where <laughs> Jared has the best receivers pretty clearly. Um, yeah, but I think the depth in the secondary is interesting because there's so many guys, but you get to a certain point where, to me, it felt like they were largely interchangeable once you got past like the first, I don't mm-hmm. know, eight guys or so. You know, once you get kind of through the, the starters and a couple of the backups, it's all pretty interchangeable. So I thought that was interesting. Um, well, and they're just unproven. There's yeah, so that's many kind of more what guys that are just unproven. Yeah. Right. Um, that, I think this would be fun. I would love to see this actually play. That never will happen. Um, I know. Be fun. Uh, Dan, I, if I, you're I, listening, I, let us do this. <laughs> I, I think it would be fun. I know this again, would never happen because of, of health things. It would be fun if there was some sort of summer seven on seven college league where you just played like mm-hmm. Oregon played Oregon state in a random seven on seven game on a Saturday. And then they played Washington state the next or something like that would be a fun, it would, it would make our jobs a lot more busy. During I was going to say, but that you know, sounds like more work for us. A lot so. more work. We'd but, have something to write about. <laughs> no, it's fair. Uh, Last thought, and it's on, not on football. I just wanted to uh, – this podcast will come out on Thursday, so it will be a little old news, but I did want to just acknowledge that Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open and Zach and Jared are much bigger golf guys than I am. But really cool that a, a former Oregon golfer – I know he wasn't here his entire career, started at Oklahoma State. But, I mean, U.S. Open, that's that was big. And I 
must say I spent my father's day with my dad watching it and we were both pretty, pretty fired up by the, the final result. So just, to, I just wanted to give a, a shout out again. It's probably four days too late now, but doesn't happen very well, often. Served, and, uh, and, and really cool. I to, mean, it's to watch that happen. First, first Oregon alum to ever win a, a major championship. So it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. serious, serious stuff. We, we very rarely write about golf on Duckswire and we wrote two stories yesterday and one story over the weekend on Saturday about, Wyndham Clark so it's you know it's it's definitely important and fun to talk about good for him very well deserved probably the great tournament yeah yeah probably the first time we've talked to Oregon golf on this podcast (laughs) yeah but a great tournament I was just you know happy to see a Wyndham get back Uh, I watched uh, the final couple holes from the lovely beer garden over here in West Eugene Nice. Um, and it was great. I was just happy to see the course fought back. You know, the first couple of days mm. or the first day specifically um, were, were Ricky mm. and Xander Shoffley shoot 62s and people were under par. Um, you know, I just always root for the course. I never really have a rooting interest. I'm just always there for the course to make lives living hell. Um, mm-hmm. And as Ricky Fowler can attest, it was pretty bad there on Sunday. So uh, great tournament. Very excited for the Open to come up in July. Um Travelers Championship down there in West Hartford. Another good one to go to. Um, should be a fun little summer here for golf. Did you go to? Did you go to Traver? What did you go to last year? You went to some. I went. You went to, you went to the yeah, US I went Open, to the eh? U.S. Open. We're yeah, like the Travelers. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. I know you went to a couple of big tournaments last year. Yeah, fun. I, I, we again, we haven't talked golf, but I think Wyndham gave us a, a really reasonable excuse to give him a couple minutes of shout out and appreciation because that's that's special stuff and and. Uh, I know it was cool, cool here watching the U.S. Open and, and having, for Oregon fans, some rooting interest because that's really never mm-hmm. the case. So uh, unless you guys have anything else, I think we're going to wrap this one. Uh, Matt Preem will be back next week. Um, he's on vacation, so the three of us will be back. Thank you so much to Zach Neal uh, for his time, as I said earlier. Works at Duckswire, lots of content there. Obviously, it's competing content with ours, so read ours first, but read his second. Definitely mm-hmm. read his, too. Uh, and check out his uh, going long podcast, uh, which is which is fun. I think you've had uh, quite a few fun guests. Anything upcoming that you're excited about with the podcast, Zach? Nothing right now. Um, we're starting to get into you know preview season and starting to look ahead to to college football because we're a little bit over a month away. So um, looking to get some you know guests from other teams and stuff to do do preview stuff. But you know it's as you guys know it's the the down season of the year. So I know that June and July are are pretty dry content wise. So we're uh, we're trying to find some things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is dry, as a, as you can tell by us drafting a hypothetical seven <laughs> yeah, on seven, seven, on seven, seven podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Not a whole lot going on. So, but uh, for Jared Mack and Zach Neal, I'm Eric Scopel. Thank you for listening to the Yachts and Audible's po- podcast. Talk to you later, folks. Peace. It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with a pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.